Realtor.com is making a stand for buyer representation, and you can too. Join Realtor.com in sharing the list of 111 things buyer's agents do. Visit Realtor.com slash buyer agent toolkit to help spread the word. Buyer agents are essential. Our buyers, especially the first time home buyer, really relies on us as the professionals to kind of help them navigate through the process. What they're looking for is, okay, we're already struggling to buy a home right now. You're telling me that I'm going to have to pay you this amount. So we are seeing the possibility of having lender financing for this cost and figuring out those ways because they're coming to us. They're like, we know you deserve it, but we don't have any more money, right? So now we're going to have to step in there and really figure out what can be done for them. And so at this point is when partnering up with great lender partners is going to be key. Even, you know, our nonprofits and figuring that out because it's not a question of do they want to pay you? It's a question of how can they pay you if they're already in this difficult situation. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where your host, Tracy Velt, Senior Director of Data and Content, interviews the brightest minds in real estate. Each week, brokerage leaders, top agents, team leaders, and industry experts join Tracy to share trends, secrets to success, and lessons they've learned navigating this ever-changing industry. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where we speak to the brightest minds in real estate about leadership, business, trends, and growth. I'm your host, Tracy Velt. I am the Senior Director of Data and Content for Housing Wire, and today I'd like to welcome Nora Aguirre. She is the team leader for the Nora Aguirre team for Century 21 Americana in Las Vegas, and she's also the President-Elect for the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. Um, her team was number three, a small team by transaction sides, and number 10 by sales volume in Nevada, according to the Real Trends and Tom Ferry, America's Best uh, Agent and Team Rankings. So welcome, Nora. Thank you for having me, Tracy. Yeah, so I just want to start first by having you tell the audience a little bit about your team um, and kind of what you specialize in and, and what types of um, buyers and sellers you work with. Yes, excellent. So I have a team of uh, five agents under um, our, our umbrella. And I have a really big, you could call it a big, a big nurture team that really supports those five agents and myself in, in making sure that we have the production that we have. And we also have, you know, a marketing team within, within our umbrella. Uh, we have been in the real estate space as a team for about 10 years now. Uh, we, you can say we're located in the center of Vegas for a boutique small um, office under the Century 21 umbrella. We cater a lot to uh, first-time home buyers in the minority space, whether it's Hispanic, veteran-owned, or African-American buyers. So we have this demographic down. So we've created this um, idea that our job is to really nurture them, help them with tools, resources, and they'll they'll end up buying at some point if you give them the education and the resources. So that's our belief. And, and I, I'm very lucky to have a great team that's, uh, you know, very passionate and driven in this sector. We help also uh, first time, uh, I'm sorry, small investors as well, mm -hmm. um, okay. understand kind of opportunities in the investment space. Um, they again also need the education, the tools, the resources, understand different products that are there for them. And so we kind of like helping, uh, you would say, the underdog in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, we're will, you know, we take, you know, of course, uh, beautiful listings all over Vegas, but we've, we just have a passion for that niche, um, that it just gets stronger and stronger 
as time goes by. Yeah. And so you are president-elect. Does that mean you'll be 2024 president or does That's that mean correct. you're president-elect? Okay. Just want to make sure. So as the incoming president, I'm sure you've already developed a lot of your priorities um, for the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals. So I kind of wanted to go into a little bit about that. Um, what are what are your priorities for the upcoming year? Yes, it is an interesting time right now in the market, I think in every direction that you're looking at it. And so it's exciting to be able to come in at such a time because we feel that now more than ever, our members are, go are going to need our support. And so what we're looking for uh, for 2024 is really to double down on all of the resources, the mentorship, the tools that we're providing for them. Um, because if they're showing up in this market, that means that they're going to have the opportunity to take market share. And we understand that this is the opportunity for a lot of them to really take their business actually to the next level. Instead of lose business, they'll be able to gain market share just by showing up every single day uh, during the hard times. And so we are providing education. We're doubling down on what we're providing at our conferences or networking events. Um, we want to provide more for them. So we understand that the more tools we provide to our membership, the better they're going to be able to go out and serve the community and so we understand that our community needs us more than ever right now in this industry to really show up and 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 really uh, help them understand what's the value of a realtor so if anything uh you know if anything's my priority for next year is really um having our members show our customers what the value of a realtor really is especially during these times of challenges yeah absolutely and we are talking on the actual day that the verdict came down in the sitzer burnett case and while we're not going to really discuss the lawsuit itself um there are impacts that could potentially affect a lot of the people you work with who are first-time home buyers um you know who are really already maybe struggling to get a down payment and now may be paying a buyer agent commission on top of that. Of course, we don't know. There'll likely be appeals in this case, but why don't you talk to me about what you're looking for from lenders and that, and you know what could be helpful for you product-wise moving forward? No, great question, Tracy. So I can tell you that what we're seeing is, you know, we definitely want to say, you know, we're providing buyer broker agreements, we're, we're prepping that, and we've been doing that for months. But the true key here is that, you know, our buyers, especially the first time home buyer, really, you know, it relies on us as the professionals to kind of help them navigate through the process. And so what they're looking for is, okay, we're already struggling to buy a home right now. We're already, you know, grabbing every single cent that we have now. You're telling me that I'm going to have to pay you this amount. So what we are seeing is we are seeing the possibility of having, you know, lender financing for this cost and figuring out those ways because they're coming to us. They're like, I, we know you deserve it, especially those those professionals that are providing the tools or resources. We know you deserve it, but we don't have any more money. Right. So now we're going to have to step in there and really figure out what can be done for them and so at this point is when partnering up with you know great um lender partners is going to be key uh or even you know our nonprofits and figuring that out because i think it's going to boil down to it's not a question of do they want to pay you it's a question of how can they pay you if they're already in this kind of um you know uh, difficult situation with you know the, the money right to, for the purchase yeah, and I think um, there's a there's a lot to be said about relationships in real estate and that, you know, when you're thinking about like being paid and everything that doesn't always come through the value of an agent or the relationships that they have in the community or the support that they they provide the community. 
Um, and that I wanted to talk a little bit about relationships because I also think that this is an opportune time for agents to really connect with the community in different ways. Um, so are you training your agents on different ways to connect in the community, get involved? Or I'm sure they're already doing it. So like, what are some of the things you're already doing? Excellent. So we, we believe in a very in high touch relationships with our customers, with our database. And so over the years, um, you know, we are, our customers, a lot of them do require the handholding. They do require the, you know, orientation or the information about credit building. So many times, you know, months and months before they're ready to buy, they already want to have a conversation about what do they need to do? So we've been in that space for a very long time. So during this, during these times for us, it's really not um, anything new. It's really uh, kind of what we've already been implementing. We're seeing that, um, you know, the mission right now is for us to now, in a way, train and really show up uh, in, in, in the sectors to understand that, you know what, this is probably going to be the norm from now on. So what do we do? We do first time home buyers. We're in advocating um, within the community with whether it's showing up to um, local events, community events, showing up to special organizations within the community that cater to whether it's, you know, educating first time home buyers, educating them on the financial side. So for us, it's been the norm, really partnering up with local leaders, whether it's our, you know, local politicians, our, uh, you know, associations for, you know, like medicine, things of the sort locally to really help them understand that we are with them. We we feel that, um, it, you know, real estate is kind of a it's a natural part of what we believe to be kind of a, a, you know, a successful life, right? When you own your own home, it's one of those things you're able to check off and say, okay, I'm, I'm one step closer to really getting there, right? Having the complete package. So uh, for our team, we, we've developed a nurture team within. So we're constantly in calls with them, reminding them of their goals. It's not just asking them for the transaction or for the deal. We're mm -hmm. also asking them, you know, if they have family, if they have, um, you know, members that they know of that need the, uh, the help, a lot of the help we provide is free of cost and our partners as well. There's no no charge. Um, and then we do a lot of online education. Uh, we do it in language. So I do a lot of um, education in Spanish as well, constantly, you know, providing that information. And for me, it might seem as it's, uh, it might seem repetitive, but for them, it's fresh, it's new, they need to hear it again and again. So we are really uh, working on, on making sure that we're getting the information to them. And then in during these, these moments, uh, you know, they're questioning, why should they buy, right? Uh, the rates, the rates are too high, there's not enough houses, they're having to bid. So it, does it even make sense? And so my job as a real estate professional and my team's job and is what I tell them every single day is if you wake up every if you wake up in the morning and you're doubtful on why your customer needs to buy, there's no chance that you have on really being able to explain that to them. It makes no sense. You have to understand that uh, for yourself first. Mm -hmm. Is it really the best time for them to buy? Or in your mind, you have doubts that they should just wait. And for me, it's very clear. I I know the. I know the the results of someone becoming a homeowner versus a renter. The, the numbers show it, you know, show us with NAREP. We uh, release a couple of reports every single year, and the data is very clear. Uh, we get this data from third party many times, and so it's very clear the renter versus the homeowner. It's about 20 times the difference as far as their net worth, right? Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. So I'm very clear. 
And I tell my team, if you wake up and you're not clear, make sure you check in with me because that's number one before we're talking to any customer because we can't show up to the market fearful and stressed about what it is. We need to show up with that, the right energy so that they understand that this is their opportunity to become a homeowner. And, it, you know, being a homeowner outweighs being a renter, every, you know, any day of the week, right? Yeah. So you have, um, you do a full like nurture campaign where you, do you do seminars as well on, on credit and partner with Absolutely. lenders on different options and things like that? Yeah. I mean, that education is so important. And um, like you said, you offer it free of charge and it's, it's, you know, really important for, for, a, you know, any first time home buyer to really understand how the process works and, and what they need to make it work as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tracy, and we're finding that that investors are well, uh, you know, new investors into the market are very, uh, you know, they're, they're very anxious to get more information. Why? Because, you know, in a, in, a, in a time where we have information everywhere, we have it on our phones, we have it on all these different social media platforms. But what I find is they want somebody to be able to come and bring it all together for them. And so yeah. sometimes that'll be in a form of like, uh, you know, an online seminar or an in-person seminar, because it's very confusing for them. They're hearing a lot of different angles, a lot of different perspectives online somebody's telling you to you know get a loan and and get the equity and start building your investment portfolio and then someone else online is telling you don't do that pay everything off and then start investing so they definitely want to um you know get anchored with a professional they trust and i think that that's why our that that touch is going to be it's been important and it's going to continue to be extremely important regardless of all the technology and all of the social media um that we have out there yeah absolutely and so, you know, because it is, you know, low inventory market, it's a tough market. We have a lot of external things happening. You know, where are you finding inspiration and motivation? Do you have any specific podcasts or leaders that you follow? Are, do you have a coach? Um, talk to me a little bit about where you're finding that inspiration to be creative, move forward, kind of lead your team. Uh, well, I can tell you, you know, uh, my, my family's a big inspiration for, for me, um, just understanding, you know, the prices we've paid, we've, you know, it's taken a lot to get where we are. So I have, uh, you know, I have a lot of communication with my parents, brothers and sisters, and regardless of how tough life gets, it's always knowing that you, that, you know, you have people that are always on, you know, cheering you on and they don't care how big you are, you know, they don't. They don't care about how much money you're making or you're not making. They're just there, you know, um, ready to give you some love. And I think that's a huge, uh, something that grounds me all the time. Do I follow? Yes, of course. You know, I'm a big Tony Robbins, um, you know, all the coaches, all the fairies. And I say all of them because I love Mike Ferry. I love Tom Ferry, um, you know, and we, and, and I, and I consume content. So that's one of the biggest things um, for, for, for me is there's social media, but it really aligns with what your priorities are. So for me, I do consume uh, a lot of uh, social media in the morning, but I'm very strategic on who I'm listening to. And so, so someone that I started listening to um, is, you know, Barbara Cochran. Um, we had the uh, the opportunity of interviewing her here in, in September and just the energy that she carries, um, you know, she's a, a shark in business, but also has you know, the attitude to show up on camera all the time and just be her natural self. It was really impressive. I got to meet her in person. And so many times when you meet people in person, it's either, oh, you know, they were, they, they, they were, uh, you know, not too exciting when you met them in person, but with her, it was the opposite. Um, she's very inspirational, makes you feel very at ease. And so uh, for, for me, listening to folks like her that are constantly looking at the future and understanding that, you know, there's a lot of opportunity, regardless of what people are saying and what people are talking about the market, there's tremendous opportunity. 
Yeah, and I want to focus on some of that positivity because there are a lot of positive things about being in real estate today too. You know, we we tend to focus on all of the craziness and the market and 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 that, but um, there are a lot of really interesting trends coming down and different um, different things. So why don't we talk a little bit about what you're excited about in real estate? Um, you know, coming up, what opportunities are you seeing out there? So what we're seeing is a little bit of you know the investors, the smaller investors having a shot because we, all these years I think we saw institutional buyers just going into our market, especially in my market, they took up at least thirty percent of our uh, inventory. And so right now what they've done is they've toned it down as far as purchasing um, because it just doesn't fit in their box. And you know they're a much bigger company, so they're not able to kind of move as as quickly. And what this has done is allowed you know the smaller investors to be able to come in. And so there's a little bit of a better market for them. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's one trend I'm also seeing for, uh, for example, on the uh, lending side, we're seeing that unique products from lenders are really closing the deals at the end of the day. So mm -hmm. um, seeing lenders come up with, you know, their incentives, right? We're seeing a lot of different incentives from different lenders, and they're just wanting to make it very unique, right, for the consumer. And so I think in, in, a, in a market like this, um, you know, when everyone's competing for the consumer's attention and business, it mm -hmm. only benefits the consumer because they're getting a little bit better, right? Yeah. Better product, better offer. And so we're seeing a lot of great um, opportunities there uh, for the consumers from lenders stepping up and saying, okay, we, you know, the rate is what it is, um, but here we are, we're willing to do this, or we're willing to do that just to make sure that you guys feel uh, good about moving forward. And so I think everyone in the market is uh, really coming together as well and saying, look, it's not easy. It's tough. Let's work together. Um, I think in real estate, we're, we tend to have really big egos. And in this market, it just it, it, it does something right to all of us where it helps us kind of um, really tone down and realize that, guess what? It's not a guarantee, right? It's not a guarantee. This business is not a guarantee. And really, the the how we get the job done is making sure that we are collaborating with each other, making sure that we're net, networking. And so I think that's also something that I'm looking forward to uh, in the real estate industry right now. It's making sure that we're collaborating with each other and getting these deals to to the finish line. What creative financing are you finding that your buyers are using the most? Are they using buy downs? Are they using adjustable rate? What are you What are you finding really successful today? Yeah, so we're seeing buy downs for sure. We're seeing buy downs on behalf of the sellers or the builders, um, mm -hmm. kind of as a courtesy, as an incentive for that buyer. Um, what we're also seeing in our in our niche is some special, you know, credit unions and local markets just offering some, you know, uh, amazing and crazy incentives. Um, and so that's driving, you know, um, volume in their direction. And so whatever real estate agent really partners up with them or really, you know, gets to understand the product a little bit deeper um, really is, is going to see an increase in their transactions just by kind of stepping outside, you know, the box and saying, OK, I'm willing to 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 that sounds a little bit different, but let me go ahead and, and dig deeper and understand it to make sure if it's an option, right? We are seeing lease option to own as well coming up. Um, so um, that's been happening in the market, in my market um, for a couple of years, but right now we're seeing it as being more of a kind of the introduction for some of these buyers. We say, well, I don't want to, what if the market does change? I don't want to fully commit to this home um, or this loan. So I, I'm, I'm willing to start off with a lease to own, right? Or rent to own option. So those are kind of what we're seeing most of 
Um, and you know what we're what we're seeing right now is that the inventory in our market, you know, depending on what the home price is, that's mm-hmm. usually what's going to kind of get things moving. We're seeing homes that are at 450 below get a lot of activity, a lot of traffic, and we're seeing a lot of opportunities in home in homes that are more higher end, right? So this is the grand opportunity for someone who wants to buy their um, their move up home or you know kind of that dream home. Mm-hmm. They're able to kind of leverage their um, their current home and then go go from there and go for that house that started to be in the millions, but maybe now they can get it a little bit less. And so th- that opportunity is there as well. And we're seeing a lot of those buyers, right? The second home yeah. um, buyers in the market. Okay. And I'm going to ask you a question that I didn't have on here, but I want to talk anything new coming up for initiatives for NAREP um, that you're really excited about. Gosh, you know, NAREP right now has, we have a lot of, things already in in the works right but i can tell you the most exciting for me right now is that we launched um we launched the national uh, association of hispanic contractors an alliance and so this was just announced back in september and so with it, with the market the way it is with the lack of inventory um we obviously know that the construction the bu- building development sector kind of obviously is a it, it's a huge connector for us right mm-hmm. so being able to have this this association under the umbrella of narep is going to be huge for for our members our current members but it also is going to bring in all of those um you know small contractors um you know across the united states that really are looking for the education and the opportunity to connect uh, in, in a greater platform and so um 23 years NARP has been in, you know, um, uh, around and to be able to launch this company, we have, we see so much opportunity for, um, the membership, but also for us to understand how is it that the development world, the construction world really connects with the real estate world and how can we work together to really solve this problem of low inventory? Um, that's, like I said, there's more, there's more that NARP has right now with all of our kind of data. I think data mm-hmm. is so important, Tracy. You you know that's what data is so important. It tells us a story, um, and uh, it tells us a very important story, and it also helps us really prep for the future. And so these reports that NARAP releases, two reports um, during the year, uh, are super important. The State of Hispanic Homeownership and the Hispanic Wealth Project, both are e- extremely important. And so for us, it's 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 exciting to see where the trend will be this year in regards to our Hispanic homeownership rate, because it has been increasing for the last eight, eight consecutive years and seeing where the market is today, you know, I'm really hopeful that we'll continue to see the the growth in our community, um, but we'll see. And so come March of next year, um, we'll get to kind of analyze that and go from there. But uh, no, NAREP is uh, committed to the members, committed to the industry more than ever. Uh, with the challenging times, there's also a grand opportunity to collaborate and work together and make sure that we're all pushing forward. Um, our industry provides us many blessings um, and in the fi- in financial form. And so I think right now it's the key for us to really show up in a strong way for our community and for our practitioners, you know, across the United States. So, no, uh, I'm excited and, uh, and, lo- and lots to do, lots of work for sure in this coming year. Um, but I, I wanted to just quickly say um, with, with my, you know, my mentality, one of the things that I have in my mindset and has always been part of who I am is, you know, I'm built for the tough times. I've always said that because I've kind of had, <laughs> kind of had a, a pretty hard life. 
um, you know, in every di direction that you kind of put me, you see. Um, and I've always said that, and that's always gotten me through. I'm built for the hard, uh, for the tough times, and this this in real estate is definitely a, a hard time. And so I'm excited to be able to kind of lead with that mentality that you know um, that there's just n giving up or you know playing small or you know um, complaining um, is not an option. Is really no. not an option. No, especially not in today's market. If you want to succeed, your mindset is everything. Nora, thank you so much for joining the Real Trending Podcast. We really appreciate all of your insights and your positivity. Um, so thanks for joining on this crazy day in the real estate industry as well. As well. I know, I know. Thank you, Tracy, for for having us. Um, thank you. Yes, I look forward to you know what what's gonna you know what's gonna be happening in the in the next you know twelve to twenty four months in the real estate space. Um, as you can see, we're committed, NARV's committed, and so whatever we can do as well, please let us know. We're here for that. Yeah, yeah, we're planning a huge program at our um, Housing Wire the Gathering event in April to kind of help guide real estate team leaders and brokers um, through this kind of tumultuous time. So um, be sure you're there to attend as well. So Sounds good, Tracy. Thank you. Right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for listening to Real Trending. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you'd take a minute to rate the show or leave a comment. And we will see you next week with more news and insights.